Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York legend Patti Smith to open up today's show. Welcome, everybody. That's a song co-written by Bruce Springsteen, and uh, it has its heart and its soul in this city. We are in New York City, and the Evans Oilers last night, well, it was a tough one against the New Jersey Devils. The Devils are good. We knew that. Edmonton needed to be on their game. They couldn't have any breakdowns. They couldn't give up any uh, easy goals. And unfortunately, uh, a sequence in the second period that led to a turnover from Stuart Skinner, an easy tap-in, and the Oilers were chasing from that point on. Back on the ice today, they take on the Islanders, a very different team from last year's Islanders team in terms of how they play. Uh, this is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Bob Stoffer in uh, downtown uh, New York City, along with Brendan Escott back at the 630 Chad Studios. We do have a jam-packed show coming up for you today. First half hour, we'll review last night's game, get to some uh, tape from today. Uh, including a bizarre sequence that involved uh, yesterday goaltender Jack Campbell. He got plunked in the face and busted his nose uh, as he was sitting on the bench. And uh, But he was at practice today. We'll have some comments from Jay Woodcroft and Jack Campbell. Uh, 12.35 today, regular Tuesday contributor to the show. Courtesy of our friends at Horse Racing Alberta, where the top standard bed drivers from across Canada converge on Century Mile and battle to represent our country at the World Driving Championships in Italy. Don't miss the extra special day of racing featuring Canada's top drivers. It's going to take place Thursday, this Thursday, November the 24th. So Frank Saravalli today from Daily Faceoff, he's put out his top uh, 20 trade targets. And uh, and then 105, a guy that spent the last three seasons as a regular guest on our show, 
Former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, he's the man that drafted both Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman, started Octagon's player agency, he's done a lot of media work, and is now in the consulting business. But Brian Lawton's been kind enough to join us about once every six weeks, so we look forward to having Brian Lawton on the show today. And at 135, an update on the Edmonton Oil Kings, their general manager, Kurt Hilt. The Oil Kings looking to rebuild their team after... Uh, Last year, winning the WHL championship, uh, you know, a team that finished the year with four first-round draft choices and five guys off of Team Canada, but were injury-riddled at the Memorial Cup. And now they're in a bit of a reload mode, but they just won a couple games on the weekend there in Medicine Hat tomorrow, so Kurt Hill will join us. Now, you can participate. You can get a hold of us. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to Ashley Fine floors.com for more information and you can reach us on the river creek resort casino hotline 7804960063 a reminder you can ring in the new year with trooper december 30th and big sugar december the 31st tickets and more information at rivercreekresort.com our top story is for legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating and cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling the edmonton oilers are, uh, well, they're 10 and 9 on the season. Win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. It's not been, did have a five game winning streak. That came to an end the last time they played New Jersey, uh, back in Edmonton when they blew a 3-1 lead. They had a chance last night, uh, down 3-2. After trailing 3-1 to start the third, Nugent Hopkins got robbed by Vitek Vanacek. New Jersey had the better goaltending. But the Oilers uh, still looking to find their game. Uh, there's no question about that. I'm going to bring aboard Brendan Escott back at the 630 Jet Studios. Brendan, I know you watched the game last night. We knew New Jersey's good. They're legit. i got to tell you, like shot-wise, the Oilers were right there with the Devils. Uh, but some breakdowns and some quick counter-strikes and... Uh, and right now, though, I think it's fair to say the Devils are playing at a considerably better level than Edmonton. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think so. A wholesale team game that just looked to have that much more than Edmonton's, and that's before you factor in a mistake made by Skinner handling the puck there at, at a 1-1 juncture of the game. That made it a 2-1 hockey game, and you'll hear him say in the audio recap that you know that's a, that is a turning point. So if that's the kind of thing they can clean up moving forward, then I don't think that we're in too much trouble right now watching things, Bob, but that said, uh, this is not looking like a team that's ready to make a deep cup run. Yeah, no, that's 100%. And at some point here, some things are going to need to get addressed. I mean, it's pretty simple. The team spent uh, $25 million, five times five on Jack Campbell. And he's sitting at a goals against average of 4.27. Now, he does have a winning record at 6-4. and four, But that's far from ideal. You have Evan Bouchard, who's playing for a contract this year with the retirement of Duncan Keith, uh, the orders were going to need to some some guys to step up and take another step forward. And Evans had a very challenging season, to say the least. And that reinforces their perspectives of some that Bouchard wasn't that good. Uh, I'm a guy that believes Evan Bouchard has got a high ceiling. Um, I like skill, and, and I see a lot of Larry Murphy who was a Hall of Fame defenseman who put up huge point totals uh, for the, uh, especially late in his career, for the Detroit Red Wings after they got booed out of Toronto. And I always want to be patient with the defensemen that have skill that maybe aren't the toughest guys. But Evans having a real tough start to the season. And then you look at the likes of Pugliarvi, who had some good moments last night. Uh, McLeod, Yamamoto out of the lineup, obviously. But those three players... 
you know, and Bouchard, I think we are all hoping for a little bit more. So the bottom line is the Oilers haven't had the goaltending from the guy that they were hoping to have the goaltending from. Their defense as a whole hasn't played well enough, and Bouchard, unfortunately, has been the poster boy for that. And then they haven't had some of the secondary scoring, which gets further um, illuminated when you don't have Evander Kane and now Yamamoto out of the lineup. So there's a lot going on here. Brendan, are you concerned at this stage, or do you think... Like I think at some point here, Ken Holland's going to have to 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 add another body. I mean, they've got they don't have Kane for the next three or four months. But where's your headspace at with this right now? Yeah, I think what you don't want to do is have things slip away. And we're getting to a point in the season where the end of this week is the U.S. Thanksgiving. That's the benchmark, the first benchmark. And I think if we're taking a temperature reading on this team right now, I would suggest that you do need to add something. You need to add probably another dimension in terms of the the aggressiveness. And and frankly, it looks like right now, Bob, they might just need another warm body to rotate in because I'm not so sure that uh, you know eight minutes a game for Dylan Holloway is going to continue on forward. So there's another one of your NHL options that you might not be looking at for much yeah. longer. Yeah, I think, uh, and I gotta say, I you know I, I I know the plan was for Broberg to be on the team at the start of the year. We all know what happened. Something occurred. It could have been as far back as the rookie tournament. Because to me, he looked completely different in the second game than he did in the first game of that tournament. And he did get hit with the puck um, in the ribs uh, during that tournament. But, you know, the plan was for Brober to be here. Not ne- Like, I didn't understand last night why they dressed seven defensemen. Just pick one between Niemelainen and Murray. And Murray, for me, this unfortunately for Ryan, he's kind of just become a guy. Like, there's nothing dynamic in his game. Now, Niemelainen hits, but his puck skills are a concern. And I, and I kind of thought, well, they'll just be patient on defense, okay? The problem with that is Bouchard is really struggling right now. And it hasn't found, he's not getting pucks through from the point. He's not generating the same kind of offense. Last year, Evan Bouchard finished 11th in the year in 5-on-5 five five scoring for defensemen. He had a real good season. Now, Barry's probably been better than many people thought he was going to be to start the year. Uh, Nurse is not all the way back yet. I think that's fair. I mean, he had a hip flexor. We understand that. But the Oilers, they look light. Now, they changed some things up. We'll get to all that in a second today. Uh, but let's get into it. The Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, specialized to work with your business, outfit your crew from head to toe. In Edmonton and Fort McMurray, Cam Moon was on the call last night. The Edmonton Oilers start a three-game road trip, and they'll start it against the New Jersey Devils. They've won 12 in a row. Here's Hughes bringing it in. Down the left side to Heischer. To the middle, scores! Jesper Brunt! Up to the left-wing corner, over to Drysaddle, has to corral it, shoots, scores! Yes, a Puliarvi gets his stick on it in front of the net. To Tatar, steers it in. Skinner came out to play it, gave it away, they score! was kind of bobbly uh tried to make a play to the corner um and then it just kind of fanned off it i'd have to take a closer look at exactly what happened if it like went under my stick or if that was just me or uh kind of what happened obviously it's a tough one to let in because that gives them the lead to one if that didn't happen who knows right so Hughes into the oiler in for brat to the middle the shot scores severson followed it up 
to the top of the circle to the blue line. CC will shoot it. Here's Nugent Hopkins. Scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins had it come to him at the side of the net. And the Oilers will cut the Devils lead to 3-2. Well, that time, yes, will pull Yarby again. Net front on the play. Not sure if he got a stick up on it. We'll have to wait and see on the deflection redirection. Now to Tatar into the Oiler end. His shot blocker, Zave Skinner. Rebound, scores. Tatar. Sharagovich down the right side with Bokefist. He'll shoot. Scores. Sharagovich on the right wing. Cut to the middle. And he gives the Devils a 5-2 lead. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, there you have it. Uh, All right, let's get to it very quickly at last night, and then we'll move to today. So about last night, the old Rob Lowe special. Here you go. Um, First goal against... 50-50 battle in the offensive zone for Costin. They call Costin on the penalty. Okay, fine, kill it off. The New Jersey Devils uh, had done their homework, and they knew that the Edmonton Oilers were struggling to defend off the rush while shorthanded. And last night, that goal they scored as they gained zone entry was the eighth time this year that Edmonton has given up a goal while shorthanded off the rush. That's a lot through the first 19 games of the season. Nonetheless, the Oilers were able to tie it. Dreisaitl ultimately credited for that first goal. And Puck never did hit yes to Pugliarvi. Uh, but Pugliarvi was the net front, so we're at a 1-1 game. So we all know what happened with Skinner. Bad turnover. It's, by my count, I think it's the second one he's had uh, in his NHL career because he had one against Detroit as well. you got to live with that. Uh, they come right back down the ice right afterwards and uh, pump one in uh, again off the rush. And, and they got some electrifying players. They're good. They're legit. I'll be frank. They're better than I thought they were going to be. They're better than basically. How would you not think that they were going to be? I mean, you know, be, how would you not th- be surprised that they're this good right now? This is a team with guys that had double digit minuses last season. This is a team that in April of 2021 lost 10 straight games and now they've won 13 straight but they've upgraded their back end they got rid of pk suban which was addition by subtraction for me marino really kind of stagnated in pittsburgh but he's rediscovered his game uh he's uh in a in a solid pairing with ryan graves and those guys are an excellent shutdown pairing anyhow they make it 3-1 nugent hopkins gets a break to make it 3-2 and then dry settle frees up nugent hopkins for a look to tie it and vanacek makes a terrific save this is after Hyman missed a glory. Like, the Oilers had lots of chances in both games against New Jersey. Uh, so, anyways, it's a 3-2 game, and it's a 2-on-3 for New Jersey gaining the Oilers' zone. And there was a switch-off error involving Paul Yarby, uh after Barry bobbled the puck in the neutralized area. And, and uh, you know, you, you get a scenario where a player... The Tomash Tatar, and there's no way he should have been able to pick up his own rebound there, but he did, and he bunts it home 4-2, and it's game over at that point. 
Too many individual errors undermine the Oilers and against a hot team right now, and the Oilers are not a hot team. They haven't strung together, uh, you know, three or four, and they don't have enough players going to have three or four wins in a row. So we move forward. And uh, one of the things that happened last night's game is Jack Campbell got plunked in the nose on the bench, was not on the ice in the third period. We're going to hear from Jack Campbell right now as we go back in the Oilers now audio vault. And uh, here's Jack Campbell on the recollection of the incident in New Jersey. Just instinctively, I saw uh, we were dumping it in high, so I kind of went to grab, not not that it was going into the bench, but just kind of put my glove out, and the D just tipped it right, right off the nose. And uh, Campbell says he feels good after not having a start in the last week. Yeah, I feel great. You know, a lot of good practice. Um, boys are sharp out there. Shortsy's been running through some great drills, and my game feels really good. And uh, Campbell added some additional thoughts on how he resets. Yeah, it's almost just taking a step back and just kind of taking a breath and going out and just working on, you know, the game, stopping pucks in practice and just tightening up some details. Uh, and there's been some adversity uh, for Campbell to deal with it. And he's had some experience with this in the past. You know, I've kind of been through this pretty much every year since I've played hockey. So, you know, there's always ups and downs. But whenever you get through it, it makes you stronger. And, you know, this is going to definitely just keep making me stronger uh, mentally and physically. And uh, I'm just ready to help this team win and play to my uh, ability. Jack Campbell also says that he's got lots left to give here. Last year after All-Star break, uh, you know, it was a lot, lot longer stretch, actually. You know, this is, I've never really started this poorly before, which I think magnetizes it, especially in a new environment. And I uh, take things personally all the time and, you know, expect to play a certain way. So just play uh, the way I have out of the gates is an ideal, but I know I have a lot of great hockey left and uh, can't wait to show, show everybody. All right, that's uh, Jack Campbell. Now let's get to Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft, uh, who had this to say in deciding when to return Jack Campbell back in those starters' uh, position and goal. Well, I want to make sure that he feels good. I want to make sure the doctors sign off on it. You know, it was just a freak thing that happened during the game yesterday. It went off someone's stick and hit them. You know, when you're talking about goaltenders, you want to make sure that their vision's proper, that their head is in the right spot, and that they're healthy going into a start. So for us, um, that's where we're at with him. And uh, Woodcroft added some additional perspective on Jack Campbell's time uh, with Stuart Skinner starting the last uh, four games. I think what happens when you get a chance to almost mentally reset and physically reset. So there's things technically that he works on with his goaltender coach and Dustin Schwartz. But I think just having a breather and having Stewart play at the level that he has, has allowed for us to give him a little bit of a breather. It's a little bit of a reset for him. You know, as I said earlier, he's a popular teammate, works his tail off, and uh, we have full confidence that he'll be good in his next start. All right, uh, that, we'll have some more of Jay Woodcroft coming up a little bit later on uh, about uh, Dylan Holloway, who, again, is not seeing a lot of minutes. Brendan, when we were in uh, Abbotsford uh, for the last preseason game for the Edmonton Oilers on the road, I bumped into Bill Armstrong, the general manager for the Arizona Coyotes, and I know I related the story on Jacob Chikrin. And he specifically said what he envisioned happening with Chikrin, because he was going to be out to start the year, 
was that, uh, you know, the, the type of teams that would make the most sense for Jacob Chikrin would be teams that have not had the start to the year that they thought, and maybe they have some question marks on defense. I'd say it'd be fair to say, what do you think, that the Oilers have become one of those teams. Like, I'm not saying that Edmonton's interested in Chikrin. I'm just saying that, you know, when I, when I, Bill was really specific. Like, Chikrin's going to move here. There's no, we all know Chikrin's going to get traded. We know there's concerns about his injury issues around the league. I think the asking price is probably going to come down on him. But it does totally make sense that teams that maybe thought they were going to be further along in the process that have some question marks on defense, those might be the type of teams that have a, an active interest in a guy like Jacob Chikrin, who's uh, returning to action this weekend. What do you think? A little more desperation in that sense, and I think you're looking at the Oilers, and it's not necessarily desperation today, but maybe next week it is, and maybe this starts being more and more of a reality. I'd like to see Chikrin get back on the ice first. And I think too. that uh, is it this week that we're expecting to see that yeah, or next? We'll get, we'll, we'll get Frank Cervelli's put out his uh, trade list targets. And we'll get Frank to, uh, you know, get into some specifics on that front. I know that both Frank Saravalli and Elliot Friedman have talked a lot about Chikrin over the last couple of weeks. Of course, there's been a lot of discussion on the Chicago guys. I had somebody say to me last night, Edmonton would be in better need right now of uh, Jonathan Taze and what he brings than maybe, um, maybe Patrick Kane. And part of it might be because of what they don't have with not having Mike Smith. And Patrick Kane there. There was a, or sorry, Mike Smith and Duncan Keith there. There was a maturation with those guys around. So, food for thought. All right, here we go. Let's, uh, when we come back in Oilers now, we're going to tell you right now that it is, oh boy, where did I, there they are. Uh, it is currently 1226. Ah, Brendan, let's just get right to it. NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to Elite Promo Marketing. Dot com. What do you got? Two games in the league tonight. Montreal hosting Buffalo and the Rangers are visiting Los Angeles. The Oilers clash with the Islanders tomorrow on 6.30. Chad, 5.30 in the afternoon. Leafs defenseman Morgan Riley hitting the long-term injured reserve with a knee injury. That means he'll miss a minimum of 10 games and 24 days. Could they be in the market for a defenseman? Fourth overall pick Shane Wright is in the minors now on a conditioning stint with Coachella Valley. So essentially, this circumvents the team having to send him all the way down to junior. He can be in the American League for two weeks if he's been healthy scratched for five straight games. So expect him after this to be loaned right to Team Canada for the World Juniors instead of returning to Seattle. Bakersfield hosting Henderson tonight. The Oil Kings looking for three wins in a row. How the tables have turned tomorrow night on the road in Medicine Hat and the Golden Bears welcome uh, the Calgary Dinos on Saturday. It's actually a home-and-home series. They'll play in Calgary on Friday night two of the top five teams in the country. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook. And when we come back for the horses and horse race in Alberta, Frank Cervalli.